0: Welcome to the Mike Hewitt Show, 10 years and growing. It's about family, business, work, and politics like you've never heard it before. Yep, it's true. There's more than just a touch of wry humor mixed in.
1: And now your host, Mike Hewitt. Folks, I am Mike Hewitt, co-hosts Miles Bauer and a Ludwig von Wiedemdorski. Guys, listen, I, I got we've got to jump right into this. I know that the Democrats waited for more than two years to begin their legal charades. And so I would hate to say that it's about the timing, but when you start looking at having court dates on Super Tuesday, folks, come on! And then you start looking at what states that they've picked to take on these legal charades, uh, and it's all deep blue counties. So it's not like a county where there could have been some kind of mix-up. Deep blue counties are the counties that are taking on the headwinds of political legal charge, just like they would in a great banana republic. Miles, being our resident Trumpublican, reel me in because this stuff has got me angry.
2: No, you and I were texting the other night where I got angry, <laughs> and you you uh, told me that I was uh, crazy, and I said, "Well, Mike, are you saying that you're buying in to the idea
1: that the First
2: Amendment is against the law?"
1: No, 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 no. Not, I wasn't crazy about that part. I might be crazy, folks. I won't. I won't try to Verify. deflect or project. Or, well, Ludwig, you're Exhibit A for my craziness. The fact that you're here every week. I know. Not every week, 50 percenter. So, yeah. I listen, I, I get all that. But when you start looking at the timing and the locations of these things, uh, it isn't, it, it, folks, this isn't, it truly isn't about legalities. I mean, I, I'm a constitutionalist. That's my, my politics. My personal politics is classical liberal because I support the process our founders left us with. And when I start looking at these charges, forget the fact that I'm I'm a layperson. Let me let me preface it. I am a layperson, but when I start looking at where all of the charges are coming from, they are all deep blue. It is political, and the timing of it is political. I, I, Miles, I, so I wasn't. I,
2: I was I I, I I would set forth. That the constitutional republic you and I were born in is gone. Well, I agree with well, that. Let
0: me jump in. <clears throat> I think this is more than political. This is government versus the people. Take Donald Trump and who he is and what he is out of the equation. He was a businessman. That's it. Just put any businessman in there who got in, should never have been running for president of the United States. He's never had any political
1: positions. He shouldn't have been running? In their mind. Oh, the left's mind
0: in the government's mind.
1: But the, but that's, state, where that's the left state what everyone that's the left. left. No, no, yeah. no, no, Mike.
2: This is where you're missing it. It was, it was that he took on the establishment. Right. Forget DNR. He he took on the establishment. Okay. And and I, okay. And, and by God, the establishment is not going to give up
0: exactly. walking through D.C. And I agree with Miles there. This is about saying this is squashing the power of the people. Saying don't you ever. Ever send somebody our way again that isn't one
1: of us? Okay, but listen here. Let me give you guys a little bit of pushback, just a note, just a little touch of it. Um, here we go. There, yeah. there, more evidence. Mike is an establishment. No, act. no, it's not that at all, Miles. I think you're going to agree with me. Let's see if okay. That, let's see if that happens. <laughs> at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Ken Thompson on. He's one of the 16 electors in the state of Michigan. They were Republican electors. They were voted on. And, and passed and became the Republican electors. Detroit snooze calls them fake electors because the Detroit snooze can't get out of its own political way. But where I'm going with this part of it. So I'm entered, and in fact I talked about it real briefly last week, but I get to use it as an example in this specific argument. I'm on Twitter, or whatever it's called nowadays, the X-Files, fascinating. I'm on the X-Files and I'm I'm having a very respectful exchange with Craig Mauger of the Detroit News. Keeping in mind the Detroit News is in a state that, Miles, you and I would agree Michigan is blue. But that side, when I look at the voting pool, it's very close to 50-50. But the folks that follow him on whatever Twitter is called, it's at least 90% uber- crazy, far left, not leftists that we just disagree with on policy. Nutty people. I'm sorry, Craig, your followers are nutty. But here's where I'm going with it. They think of themselves as we the people. They think that they are the folks that are being wronged. They're excited beyond imagination that Trump is going to go to prison. And if I get in there, my conversation with, with Craig Mauger was strictly and only limited to the title of an article because I said it defies the rights of these people that are being accused to due process. When it started out with fake electors charged, I said that's like the same as saying these 16 guilty people were finally charged. The left went crazy on me. They were not establishment. They were not elected. They were not members of the Chamber of Commerce and all the other crap. I've heard that is describing the establishment. They were regular Joe Six Pack folks that we disagree with that that love this. And they won, by the way. It isn't like they represent the 3% at the top of the pile. They won. Uh,
0: okay, so I agree with you on that. However, it's, ma- it's however, just math. However, this whole electors thing is again, who's going to want to step up and do it next time?
1: Not me. You I know, don't want to do it last time.
0: But you don't want to go to jail. Right. You don't want to be accused of being a fake elector. You don't want your reputation to run through the mud. Yep. Nope. A lot of this no, is but, about no, keeping but, us but, silent. But the
2: the uh, problem here is, and I, I think I, I, I sent this to Mike. Uh-huh. Uh, both sides normally send electors to Washington. Yeah. Right. And it's Congress's job to sort out who should actually vote in the electoral college. That's exactly so, correct. So this is. This is, and I and I hate to be shrill, this is once again the left dismantling
1: our republic. They would tell you that you're wrong, and I know this because they told me you're wrong because they signed a document that said they were the certified electors and that those documents were then sent on to Washington, D.C., to National Archives and Congress, and the act of that happening... Is what caused them to break the law. And and I said, wait a minute, no. I said, what well, you've just said, Miles Bauer. And that is right. that they could have a pile a pile of them. In fact in fact, a couple episodes ago, we sat briefly and talked about the uh, I think it was Tilden, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but it was the election of 1876, the Democrat sent in competing electors from almost every single state in the union at the time. Okay. Thereafter, you had JFK. Yes, John Kennedy wanted competing electors from the state of Hawaii. And then you had Igor. Igor from the state of Florida that wanted, demanded competing electors. Folks, they've, none of these things were ever even happenstance because Miles Bauer is correct. This is what our Constitution asks us to do.
0: Uh-huh. That's what I'm telling you. I think,
1: and that was, by the way, this that is bigger was bigger than Trump. That was the debate between Trump and Pence, because Trump believed, and I don't listen. I say it again, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm certainly not an expert, but Trump was relying on the fact that you do have competing electors. So if you're if they're competing electors, pick the ones you think ought to win.
0: Yeah, I, I you get I squishy now. I don't know. Anything. No, no, because I don't think it's constitutional.
1: <laughs> I'm not. We're going to get some people on that know what we're talking about. Yeah, but When when I look at it, I can only tell you what it appears Trump thought and what history history has articulated for us.
0: Trump was the, the guy that stood up out of the crowd and said, I'm not one of you. I'm coming to take you on. And D.C. hated that from the moment he was on the first debate. It was Jeb Bush's race. Trump shouldn't have been there. And he was. And it brought people in, good and or bad brought people in they started paying attention which is why i think you see such a hard rift uh, between the right and the left right now is that people finally started realizing something
1: two major polls said right now he's at the strongest he has ever been as a candidate folks we've got to go to a break but we are just getting revved up we'll be right back All right, listen, let's pick up kind of, sort of, where we left off, but I want to go down that path, but maybe in a slightly different different logic to to kick around. Uh, this is a, an, an article from The Hill. Miles, I think The Hill leans a little bit left. What say you? Oh, yeah. Majority of voters, think Trump, and then their words, did something illegal. That's according to a poll that The Hill is citing. Uh, and And listen, my own notes on this, and guys, then you guys can can beat me up on it, but I said, the Dems have a simple agenda, retain and grow power. I said, think about it. The people that encouraged crazies to burn and loot their own cities, (laughs) they think something, they think Trump said something wrong on the phone. I I tried to get my head around that. All right, so they don't like the phone call he had with um, an elected official from Georgia, and that's what they're, that's what everything in Georgia is ringing around, the people that are jumping up and down with excitement that they think they have him in checkmate over his First Amendment rights, to your point, Miles Bauer, are the exact same people that were encouraging people across from shore to shore to riot, to pillage, to burn. And then they even the vice president provided defense funding for people that were out pillaging uh, the, yep. the, 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 the prosecuting attorney from New York City said he's not going to uh, be charging any, he's not going to prosecute anybody for doing thefts like that when they, when they do a, you know, a major grab. So they go into some big retail store, 20, 30, 40 people. They go in and absolutely rip the store off into the tens of thousands of dollars. He's not going to do anything about it because that's, that's a financial equities being balanced out. These are the people that don't like the Trump phone call Get your head around that, Miles Bauer.
2: Well, you know the the uh, thing that's fun is that we have fallen so far down because of all these DAs, right? That I'm I'm uh, sure you uh, saw that videotape of those two guys in a Seven Eleven in Stockton, California. I didn't see it. Tell us about it, Miles Bauer. No, so I guess the the this guy walks in to the Seven Eleven, and he starts loading up. A uh, basket filled with cigarettes and a bunch of stuff. Right. And he's telling him, "You can't do anything about it. The police won't won't come. This is all covered by insurance." Well, when he when he attempts to leave the store, the two guys associated with the store, one guy tackles him, the other guy picks up a pole and starts beating the ever loving crap out of the, the this guy. Right. No, so, I mean, it's like, you know. So when when we descend into vigilante justice, right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, it 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 is over. I'm sure Jimmer could give us about 30 minutes on vigilante
1: justice. And so, folks, just a little inset. Jimmer, he's referring to, uh, is my brother-in-law, and a lifelong friend of both of ours, that spent his career from cadet through retirement as a detective in a city police department. So, yeah, he's seen it. But Ludwig, you were shaking your head yes for a minute and then shaking your head no for a minute. What was your view of that video? <clears throat> the guy
0: videoing it, yep. the commentator that's saying, don't do anything, you can't do anything, cops aren't coming, actually wasn't even part of the crime. He was right. a bystander.
1: He's just taking it.
0: And he's telling the owner, like, don't do anything. There's nothing. The cops aren't coming, just let him go. Right. That owner grabbed a big old stick yep. and beat the crap out of him.
1: Yep. I, would I did love see it. that. I did see that. But
0: the, the guy in, that was saying it wasn't even involved in it. But, He's like, dude, there's nothing we can do. Just sit here and let
1: him do it. But here's the worst part. The prosecuting attorney in that county are looking at the owner of the store now.
0: Well, look at the subway. That guy went around telling me, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to hurt you. Right. He punches a woman and then a former Marine yep. takes him down and yep. he happens to die, which is, you know, incredibly sad. We don't want that. But,
1: but they charge the They Marine. charge him with murder. Sure but yep. yet
0: he was defending the public against a I, potential threat. I,
1: and listen, part of it, <laughs> part of it is politics. Part of it, though, goes to the fact that the left and the right see these things in earnestly, entirely different. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say about this, is I do think people believe this. It is not all white paintbrush, just the ones who agree with the BLM burning of cities and stuff. I think there's regular Democrats that you talk about, the Joe Schmoles we can sit down and have a cup of coffee with, also believe he did something illegal because it'd be hard not to with some of the commentary. If you listen to the commentary, well, oh, the, the left,
1: commentary does like what we're going to talk about at the bottom of the hour. you would think fake collectors charge. Yeah, that's the commentary from the exactly. news media. Brian, will you play that clip for me, please, sir? Mike Hewitt here. Here's a dose of truth for you. You're happy in the big city piled up one upon the other. Your world demands stacks of regulations and crazy taxation for the services you can't provide yourself. You've turned big city America into an unhealthy, unsafe, ecological nightmare. We don't live that way and won't allow you to regulate and tax us because you can't control yourselves. This isn't D's versus R's, Biden or Trump. It's about how we live in flyover country. We won't impose on you. Stop trying to force us. It ain't gonna happen. We have a system of self-governance that, if used properly, works for both of us. Be an advocate for it. You love a regulated city life? Want different lifestyles? I'm okay with all that. Go ahead. Make your city whatever you'd like it to be. Just leave the rest of us out of it. Freedom truly works for everybody. All politics is local. Keep it that way. Find the Mike Hewitt Show on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You'll like it. Listen, folks, I got to tell you, Miles referred earlier in the show to a text exchange that he and I were in, and Ludwig stayed out of the fray. Normally. He doesn't have enough. Gumption No, to it's, get more, in. it's more
0: fun to watch a geriatric fight on <laughs> the sidelines and get involved.
1: <laughs> Listen, the bottom line, though, Miles Bauer, I'm cutting Ludwig out. Turn his mic off for a minute. <laughs> I'm teasing Brian Reaches for the buttons. So <laughs> here, here's the thing. What I'm trying to capture with that 60-second with that feature, it really came from our exchange, Miles. So like I said, if it's bad, it's your fault. But I want folks to understand what we're actually mad about, at least for me. Does that, Miles, am I off base with that 60-second feature and that feeling? No, and I think where where
2: that came from, didn't I uh, send you guys the lyrics to a country song that uh, came out, uh, The Rich Man North of
1: Richmond? <laughs> yeah, you did send it to me. I'm still laughing yeah. at you about it. <laughs> right. Listen, it was good. I'm, I'm teasing you. It was good. But what what my greater point was, and I think the greater point of that song was, whoever that person is, and I, and you, Miles Bauer, share some commonality in this. I genuinely don't care how they want to live. If, if Philadelphia likes what they do, great. If L.A. likes to have a third of its population be homeless, great rock and roll, whatever you want to do. If they want to have Nordstrom stripped down of $100,000 in products and people just stand around, okay. If you go to any of these cities, it stinks because of the air pollution. Let's just call it. But they think everybody everywhere lives that way. We don't. We don't. I don't walk through smog. I'm looking at ducks and chickens across the street from my house. I don't live in a cesspool. They do, and they want it that way, but that's the that's the, the, the state of mind that they see everything in. They look around and think, what a filthy squalor this is. We need a big stack of wheelbarrow full of regulations, and somebody like Trump talks about freedom, take him out. Well, you know what? That's really what fuels the fire, folks, because they can live, like I said, they can live however the heck they want. It ain't going to happen in Mike Hewitt's world. And,
0: and, and I think one of the major problems is because – not to get you on an education rant because I don't want that. We don't have time. They don't understand how the federal government and state government and local
1: governments work. Suddenly, he's got a backbone, Miles.
0: <laughs> right. Because if you want that regulation, go ahead. Vote for your governor. Vote for your city council to put the regulation on you. Stop demanding the federal government put it on all 50 states.
1: But they get, they can't help themselves because the, the left is about power. And more power is better, and bigger power is better, and and they, they they think that somebody in Lake County, Michigan ought to have the exact same rules and regulations and taxes as they do in Detroit. Folks, it's like two different universes.
0: I was thinking like the Mississippi Bayou being treated like L.A. Right. I Laid back, no care in the world in the Bayou, and then in L.A. it's hustle and bustle and that's two different worlds.
1: I, I listen, and it is about education. You're 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 right with that. Yes, I and am. no, I'm not gonna take the bait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't <all> got
1: time. <laughs> listen folks, we've gotta go to a break. But if I had more than five seconds I'd take you out. Folks, we'll be right back. Folks, I am Mike Hewitt, co-hosts Miles Bauer and Ludwig von Wiedemdorski. Before I jump into the show again, i got to brag for a minute. We are producing the show from our flag station, WHTC Holland, Michigan, right on the shores of Lake Michigan, 1450 AM, 99.7 FM. But we are blessed with having a whole bunch of affiliates across a number of states carry us. Thank you to our affiliate network, but most of all, thank you to the folks that listen. Um, it's it's without you, literally, we're not here. You know that. So listen. With that, we've got we've got a guest, and we don't do a lot of interviews, uh, but when we do, I think they're a big thing because we're very careful with doing that part of it. On with us right now is Ken Thompson. Ken Thompson, I'm trying to remember how long I've known you. Pushing, it's got to be pushing 17, 18 years.
3: Yes, it goes back quite a
1: way. It, it does. And by the way, it's, it's been a long time since you've been on this show, but and I, let me tell you, heartfelt welcome. Thank you very much for joining us, Ken.
3: Well, thanks for inviting us, Mike. We really appreciate the opportunity to chat. Uh,
1: now, listen, i I got to tell you, I don't know. <laughs> this has been something I've been ranting about on the show now for a few weeks, and even during the first half of today, I had to reel myself from going down the path. Of how I estimate our media, so fake electors charged is similar to saying sixteen murderers were charged, um, sixteen guilty people were charged. The idea that the Detroit News and specifically Craig Mauger thinks that that is an appropriate uh, title for an article in a state in a, in a nation that passionately embraces due process. In our Constitution, I find mind-numbing. I, I apologize for ranting right out of the gate, Ken, but I, these people are over the top banana republic, in my view. What say you on the general topic in total, Ken Thompson?
3: Well, the uh, news media, as the president says, is a fake news media, and thanks to Earl Warren, they do not have to print nor speak nor even bear the truth anymore. They can uh, malign anybody they choose in any fashion they choose, and they're never held accountable and cannot be held accountable in the current uh, situation, thanks to Earl Warren's uh, 1964 case, New York Times Company vs. Sullivan. Sullivan was a public actor in, um, I believe, Mississippi off the top of my head, who was leading a public police force. That was during the heyday of the civil rights protests in the South when the uh, conservatives were overthrowing the Democratic uh, Jim Crow laws of the day. Right. And the New York Times maligned uh, the police department. Sullivan headed, and he sued him out. And basically the gist of the case was, well, you're a public actor. The uh, news media can misstate the facts. Be polite about it. And that's what we're dealing with here today. There's no such thing as a fake elector. There are alternate electors. Right. The last time an alternate elector... Uh, situation arose was in 1960 and of all places hawaii which is in the news today
1: for other reasons with well, jfk
3: and it was the 19 yeah it was a 1960 presidential uh, race between uh richard Milhouse nixon and john f kennedy and richard millhouse had been awarded originally the three electoral uh votes for that state at their at their electoral college the kennedy campaign put up an alternate slate now the three uh Votes did not change the outcome of the election, but still it addresses the issue here, which is they put up the alternate slate. The alternate slate, in the end, prevailed to a court. Right. They judicially sued in the state court. Now, under Title Three of the U.S. Code, which is the codification of the Electoral Count Act of 1887, Title Three uh, controls Chapter One is the codified law for handling
1: plates. Keep, and keep, keeping, the, uh, keeping let me, what we are, let me just inset one, one important thing I think is the eighteen eighty seven act that you're making reference to was the result of what took place in the presidential election cycle eighteen seventy six. And it's an important thing because there were competing or alternate electors from almost every state in the Union at the time. And that was a Democrat charge, just as it was with in a in a 1960, I, I just had to get the the whole reason that law existed is because we've already been through this.
3: Well, uh, Sidney Powell questioned the efficacy of the law, but the law is on the books. Right. Agreed. And uh, in the 1870 case, it was uh Tilden versus Hayes, and there were actually four states, three Southern states, in Oregon had uh, put up uh, competing electoral slates. Right and Ie the alternate slate and the and the slate they believe to be true, and it took the uh, Congress to a commission within the weeks of the uh, inaugural March March of that year to certify Hayes as the winner and children from New York lost Hayes from Ohio was declared the presidential winner. In 1960, even though it was only three votes, it was still an alternate slate. So we're confronted here as the criminalization of our constitutional rights to. Uh, Present a uh, redress of grievances, which an alternate slate represents. Sure. It challenges the efficacy of the underlying uh, position. And then you have to step back to 1892, all the come ahead in uh, McPherson v. Blackner, a Supreme Court case addressing the Article II, Section 1.2, Authority of the State Legislature, which was a Michigan case, by the way, coming out of Michigan, changing its electoral procedures for the presidential electors in 1892. 94. right? And the bottom line is, they made it a popular vote electoral college, well, and which we still have today.
1: we the d- case, came, pardon. Do me a favor. Do me, let me just stop you for a minute. Will you tell listeners what an elector is? Literally, what is an elector?
3: The elector is one of the uh, people nominated and enumeration of the congressional districts and the two senators representing the state's vote were the president of the United States. The Electoral College composes of electors from each state, uh, enumerated according to the number of House seats they have in the two senators. Those electors vote for the president. Prior, the early days of the Republic, the electors were literally appointed by the state legislature. Right. It evolved, it evolved over the first 60 to 70 years of the Republic, where eventually they decided to make it more popular and turning to a... Quote a uh, popular vote, where the congressional districts would elect the electors. Some states, like Maine, still have the congressional district vote appoints the elector. Where our state has the uh, uh, euphemistic uh, "voter take, winner take all" electoral count, and that of course favors uh, the uh, dense counties on dense counties on the east side, being uh, anecdotally Wayne and and um, Oakland County, which has uh, almost five million votes between the two counties. Right no. So we have a winner-take-all electoral count. But still, it goes back to the decision of Blackner, Pearson versus Blackner, which I addressed to Jason Wentworth, is that any time the state may recall its slate of appointed electors and reappoint another slate, what is not spoken about is the 2000 contestation between Bush and Gore it was not necessarily one of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court simply shut down the recount eventually. But the reason Gore conceded was not so much to shut down the recount of the state legislature was going to recall their appointed electors and appoint a slate dedicated exclusively to George Bush, right? Sort of an the piece of history which is buried,
1: right? But it's an it's listen it's, it's it's a huge precedent.
3: Yes, yes, it is. And the precedent we're facing here is not a legitimate claim moved by the uh, prosecutorial offices of the attorney general here in Michigan. It's lawfare. In fact, it's a criminalized lawsuit which is a strategic lawsuit against public participation tell, tell me Ken, lawsuit,
1: we're, we're down we're down to just a minute and a half I got to ask you a couple other questions I, I don't want to take you off path but I've got to do you expect these okay. charges against you to end up in a trial
3: uh, ideally uh, no we, we have a hearing tomorrow we have a hearing on the 28th and uh, I have everybody's engaged attorney I have a very good attorney. Right. Uh, David Gilbert out of uh, Isabella County. He's top. and we'll fight if we have to go to trial. You go to trial, but ideally, uh, the court, ideally the court, will see the efficacy of the law and realize the constitutional violations being persecuted, not right. prosecuted, persecuted by uh, Dan and Nestle. That right. that's the ideal solution: Do, is a, a a judge who understands their responsibilities.
1: Tell tell folks this: you've got a you've got a fund set up. How can folks, myself included? Contribute to your defense fund, Ken Thompson.
3: We'd appreciate that. We're on "Give Send, Go," defend Ken Thompson's uh, right. So just Google "defend Ken Thompson" for "Give Send, Go." I'll come right up.
1: It'll be on, it'll, folks. It'll be on our Facebook page. Thank you very much, Ken Thompson. Folks, we'll be right back. Thank you, Mike. All right guys, let me we've got a whole big topic to get to, but I got to do this as honest ludwig it's just a little injection into the conversation but I mean it sincerely. When when I look at not the establishment Miles Bauer, when I look at grassroots both left and right, I'm I'm pretty concerned about where we're at with this legal stuff as it relates to Trump, people like Ken Thompson and, folks, there are a number of people, really good people. Whether they made mistakes or not, we can debate that until cows come home. They're really good people. Of these 16 from Michigan, I know i know 14 of the 16 very well. They're good people. They're volunteers. They weren't paid. They're good people. Ken Thompson that was just on the show, he's a photographer. He volunteers his time as a photographer. It's what he does. I, I Listen, here's the problem I have, though. And so you guys help me when I suppose. So suppose Trump is cleared on everything. The left is going to go absolutely bat crazy, and I believe violently bat crazy. I do. I believe that. And on the other hand, if they convicted and imprisoned Trump, I think the right would go back crazy, violently bat crazy.
0: Yeah, there's no good outcome
1: here. I, I don't see a Miles... Are you seeing something different when I say left or right, no matter what we do with this, is going to turn into a, to a, uh, a hot mess?
2: Yeah, I mean, even I have sit here and contemplated. Now, I'm not thinking about bur- burning down houses, but if they do convict Trump, then I, I'm, I'm probably going to step
1: away from participating in uh, government.
0: There will be no more participation.
1: Well, no, but normal people are going to say, why would I do that? And by the way, Miles Bauer, already, you know, the, the old, the age-old question is, why can't we get good candidates? A good and qualified candidate right now, I'm not talking about for the presidency. I'm talking about your local state assemblies, your state representatives, your your school boards, your all of that. Reasonable-minded.
2: Go ahead. I can answer that uh, question easily, though. I haven't answered it, but go ahead and. I haven't asked it, but go ahead and answer it. Yeah, I I was. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? The only thing
1: that's going to happen is that the fake media is going to tear you apart. That's exactly right. Why would anybody that's successful, folks? I'm a meritocracy guy. I don't care what your genitalia is, what your color is, what your religion. I don't care about any of that stuff. I want to know: Are you the most qualified? And Miles Bauer, to your point just now. The most qualified people are not going to get into this hot mess arena of nonsense. Who would do that, Ludwig? You, you want to run for office again in this hot mess?
0: No. In fact, it's exactly what I told Oprah when she was taught, when they were, her name was going up. You and why Oprah. would you get involved in this? Oh, you and
1: Oprah Winfrey.
0: Yeah. Why would yep. you do that? Why would you? You can do so much more with being out of this than in it. Look what nice. they did to Trump, and it was like a light bulb went off. Like, yeah, why would I put my name out
1: there? Uh, it's it. You, nobody listen. You can't. Uh, by, and by the way, I'm talking about reasonable-minded Democrats or Republicans, because both sides now have their own cancel culture. They don't call it the same thing, but both sides have it. Yep. I'm just saying we we're man alive. We're we're steering ourselves down a path to where we are going to be purposely ending up with the 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 least. Candidates. Do you
0: guys remember where not you were best. when the verdict for OJ came out?
1: Yeah, I remember exactly where I was.
0: Is this on that level? Um, when the first case comes and there's a verdict, are we on high alert? I,
1: yeah, only if it's about Trump.
0: because I am on top of the Trump yeah, cases. Good
1: people like Ken Thompson, and, and listen, I I think the world of him, but he's he's going to be stuck in the mud, and nobody's ever going to see him or remember him. No, I'm and not it's, about a it's a shame because he's a good man.
0: But the Trump cases, these ver these four. Indictments. Is it going to be at that same alert? What
1: do you think, Miles Bauer?
2: Um, it you know that that the indictments even exist regardless of the out- outcome speaks volumes about how far away from the constitutional republic uh, that we were all born in.
0: Right. Here's the other question I got for you. So, when he had the debates with Hillary and she talked about the emails, he goes, "Yeah, you'd have been in jail." Well, I believe, one of the things he came in office and said was, "Leave Hillary alone; she's been through enough." He wins again. Joe Biden, Hunter, right? Does he say they've been through enough? Leave him alone this time. But,
1: but, but they don't—they don't care about those things. No, I'm
0: just wondering because last time, my, or Trump stood down, and said, "Hey, stand down." She's a former first lady.
1: Yeah, but they—they no, they don't think that way. This is about power and vengeance.
0: No, I know this. I know this. But let's yeah. say Trump gets through this; he wins the election. Yeah. Does he come into office and say, stand down, or does he say, go? What do you think, Miles?
2: Um, I don't think he'll go after Hunter. But I do want to correct one thing. Keep in mind, in my humble opinion, this is not about getting Trump. This is about the establishment Telling
1: flyover country to sit down, shut up, and get back in line. I think that's exactly true.
0: Exactly. That's so what we start out with the first segment. And that's day. what I
1: was trying to get at with that 60 second feature. Yeah. It's, it's about the left, it's about the, the two coasts. So the major cities, LA and New York, that in fact, I even looked up what is the definition of flyover. And it, it's the elitists from New York going to LA and back and forth, looking and going, we're going to fly because we don't want to be down there with those ugly masses. That's literally what it means. And I'm looking going, you know what? I've had enough of y'all.
0: But it means something. In the last three weeks, you've had Jason Aldean's song, Try That in a Small Town. Yeah. Now we got this song I've been seeing blasted on Facebook since Miles shared it.
1: Right. There's something bo- boiling here. It is boiling, but that's the exact reason I say what's going to happen if he's cleared because the left is going to go bananas, and if he's imprisoned, the right's going to go bananas. And it feels like, folks... I'm not a conspiratorialist. I don't have a tin ad, but it feels like folks are knowing that that's the risk, and they don't care because they want the power and the vengeance that much. Uh Am I wrong with that, Miles? No, they're they're simply trying to tell you, me, and Lud, shut up. Well, that ain't going to happen. Don't ever, don't ever elect another Trump. So all the way in today, folks, I got to tell you, this is the fun part. Before, long before the show today, before production miles and I are, are in an exchange on text and are talking about o, o, Obama. Well, you voted for Obama. You remember that exchange? Oh yeah all right I'm right this is one of my this is one of my moments because at the time I did vote for Romney, not in the primary but in the general. You
0: vote for the worst of the two evils.
1: I, I, but listen and this goes to miles Bauer's point. in my view now, hindsight being what it is, so 12 years down the road, I get to be, you know, really a, a brainiac. But at the time, I thought he's, he's, I ragged on him hard on the air, by the way. I was not a Romney fan. And I thought, oh, well, he's better than Obama. But he's worse. Because at least Obama was honest about what Obama is. Romney was a bold-faced liar. And I tell you that because there's going to come a point when we, we've we got to do like you, Miles Bauer, and say not one more inch. Right. Am I right? Right. So you, right, exactly. You, but how do you not? How do you know? If you, do, you
0: don't give up the inch, but you end up giving up a mile to the left, was that inch not worth it?
1: No, but listen, I've not walked away from my other points. If I look to a purple district in a state house as an example, I, I, I'm going to take a lesser than I would prefer because that's who can win. I get math. But I think part of the responsibility with that is then to invest myself into going to that district and educating folks. We're down to two minutes. No,
0: not doing it. Do it. got to do it. Not, do it. not it.
1: doing it. Not doing it. So, Miles Bauer, I guess it's just you and me. Mortgage rates could hit eight percent. Economists say, citing a <laughs> warning sign not seen since the Great Recession. Whatever the heck the Great Recession is. I hate that. These all all these terms are nonsensical. Yeah. Depression. So if if you're in a depression, if you're unemployed and losing your house, what say you, Lud? Oh,
0: I think we're in major trouble. The truth is, and here's where we've gotten this trouble. It's kind of like minimum wage. If there was no minimum wage, they did a survey about 10 years ago with the top 10 CEOs and said, what would the average wage be for an hourly worker? And they said $20 an hour. And they were like, really? With this current prices, they said, yeah, prices would still be the same today and wages would be $20 if there wasn't this floor of minimum wage. Minimum wage never went up, so now you're trying to artificially... Yank it up. Well, that doesn't work. Sustainable mortgage rates. These things should have been going up. The interest rate at the Fed rate should have been going up for the last 16 years. Right. And it didn't. And now they're trying to correct the mistake of low interest rates for 15, 16 years and trying to jack them up like crazy, and we're, gonna, we're putting ourselves on a tailspin.
1: Well, they do it every single time. Yes. We've all talked about this before back during um, uh, the, the first shrub when they jumped the interest rates up and threw everybody through the windshield. Yeah. They do the same thing every single time. I say they do it on purpose. And in this point, next week, we're going to have to do a deep dive on this. I personally put my tinfoil hat back on again. I think it's a conspiracy. I think they're heading you towards a digital dollar. Oh, absolutely. Recall the dollar. Recall the dollar is what their plan is. I think this is all purposeful. It's too stupid to be anything but that. Folks, listen. Please, please, please be safe. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next week.